0: James Gillen with As You Wish Talk Radio on PBS. We're also on U.S.E.D. Stargate on Rumble, on YouTube, and quite a few other venues. We're on U.S.E.D. Stargate TV, and so wherever you want to check us out, you can. The uh, there's so much going on right now. We're doing. We're right in the middle of a self mastery ambassador training, and uh, we've all experienced some wonderful energies during this uh, this session. And so we're only the first day in basically. But what I want to do is um bring some of the people that have, have been out on the Skywatch field and have had some of the experiences. Um I was looking at the uh a lot of times I do the news, but uh you know, all I can say is it's just one big kabuki theater right now. Don't get too wrapped up in it, practice loving detachment and and uh it's it's all unfolding. So uh things are gonna be A little crazy and then it's gonna be very good after that. So just hang in there. The uh uh the ships have been flying, a lot of ships, a lot of activity on the mountain. Uh there's so much going on here. It's it's just unbelievable. But rather than take my word for it, I wanted to bring up some of the guests, just talk about their experience, you know, while they're here at the ambassador self-master training and also out in the ship and just walking on the land in general, all kinds of things are happening. So it looks like we're having everything from Bigfoot showing up and leaving footprints and eating half apples to ships flying up to ferries, to you name it, it's all happening. And we're getting it documented and getting it on film. So uh, I just want to get, jump right into the guests. Who's, who's our first victim that wants to come up? I think Victoria wants to come up. Come on, Victoria. <laughs>
1: I, I forced Victoria
0: Hi. to come on the show. The uh, uh, So how you doing? How's the show? I mean, how's the class so far?
2: Fantastic. You, it's been mind-blowing for yeah. me.
0: Oh, good. Can you talk about some of your experiences, either, either with the energy or the beans or the ships?
2: You know, there's, there's the energy so high here. And sometimes I would feel really exhausted because I was taking in so much. Um, I was a little skeptical whether or not I would see any ships because I thought, well, sometimes some people will see them but they could be standing next to someone and they might not see it. But we were all seeing the ships and what was even cooler was being able to see through the night vision binoculars and they're everywhere and the orbs are everywhere. And when they power up, which is this sort of burst, you said it's like yeah. they're saying hello um it's just this blissful feeling everybody's very excited but everybody's seeing it so yeah. it's not something where it might exist We have proof i mean mm-hmm. i'm a testimony i saw it it's real. yeah
0: and that's what's so important in having your own experience because nobody can take that away from you i like when danny dyer was here you know he went through one of the Gong sessions and he walked outside and they go i'm pissed which means you feel like he's drunk you know in england and so he goes i don't know what hit me and and uh, there's a lot of intense energy hit him and prepared him for the experience and then when he went outside he goes i'm on ufo overload he went all over the world trying to experience ufos didn't see anything and he came here and he said, I'm on UFO overload, overload Lord." but uh, it was, what's cool about it was he, he said, he goes, I did it. I saw myself and nobody can take this away from me. And yeah, that's and, important.
2: And that's the thing. I mean, we all saw that, but even maybe because of the cloaking yeah, seeing through the binoculars made such a difference uh, just because you see they're everywhere. And then last night we saw the orbs and they were huge, just flying right overhead. And when we were standing in that one spot, they were just going overhead and we saw the, you know, big power up. I mean, it's undeniable. So, and then seeing that sort of portal opening on the mountain. Last night, what I did, I had the binoculars and I had my phone. And so I had it just recording and I was following because I couldn't see with the naked eye, and then this morning I woke up, and there was a ship on one of the videos. Yeah, so, yeah I saw
0: that. It was beautiful.
2: So that's pretty cool.
0: Pretty big, big light ship right in yeah. the field. Yeah, so anyhow. And the, uh, um, also too, uh, a lot of me, I mean, you didn't have the goggles. You saw a lot of the ships just yeah. with your naked eye in it. And then uh, talk about the big, the pink one that came in. Do you remember that? The pinkish orange one that first came in? The
2: first night. Yeah. And it came right over. We had previously just had a really great conversation and I was feeling very connected to my gods, and one of them being Pleiadian. And then all of a sudden one came over us and just did this big burst. Yeah. So it's definitely been life-changing in many ways and affirming um but the energy is being so high again i'm just trying to process it all i've had to take naps periodically mm-hmm. just so that you know i can uh, just recalibrate yeah. because it's a lot it's intense but it's all really high and positive and loving you know yeah. so this has been wonderful great thank you and thank you to the whole staff I and mean, everybody's been so welcoming. And this is just a wonderful place.
0: All right. Well, thank you for coming and coming mm-hmm. on the show and talking about
1: your experience. too. Sure. All right. Any who's next? Great. Awesome. Hey, well, welcome to the
3: show. Thank you.
0: So today's your birthday, right? Oh, no, yesterday. Yesterday. yesterday yeah.
3: So yesterday, big 30. Yeah. So yeah. you got the big birthday experience. Yeah absolutely impeccable vibes
0: yeah yeah so what you know what did you see while you're here or, you know
3: the are um, the energies
0: that you experienced here
3: well the energies are very intense um i've been to quite a bit of ancient sites and i would say that the energies here are higher or if not equal um mm-hmm. through the energies i've experienced traveling um the ships are everywhere it is constant um Lots of um, that power up on the first night that we mentioned earlier. Yeah. And then um, probably 20 ships a night just flying by everywhere. Um, I'm pretty sensitive to energy, so I can see a lot of orbs. Um, and the plant auras are pretty beautiful as well. So, yeah. Nice. And then just the course itself has been really amazing. And the clearing prayers and stuff have been very helpful.
0: Great. So, when we were doing bringing the different beings in, I, I know we did the one where you'd go up and meet your guide and and mm-hmm. both the personal and world healing meditation. Did you have anybody show up to you or any guides or anything or just felt a lot of energy? Um,
3: I actually just felt a lot of energy. Um, yeah. I was telling someone earlier, kind of as soon as that light was spinning inside the pillar, I kind of just zonked out and yeah. just went all the way up. I didn't even yeah. hear you say anything about a gift or anything. <laughs> yeah. okay. I came back and I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> that, yeah, it's, that, it's a lot yeah. of people but just go out. My whole know. body was vibrating, you know? And, yeah, yeah so... Great. Yeah, but thank you.
0: All right, well, thank you. Thanks yeah. for coming on the show. Hurry on. She's a regular here. She's been here quite a bit. And uh, I know you've got all kinds of stories to tell, but I'll just let you pick whichever one.
4: Yeah, so this year I started walk, walking Myra's dog, Alpha. And there's a backfield and we like to offer apples to Bigfoot a six foot pole, and this is the first year he's actually ever taken apples from me and i thought that was really oh, okay good. um there was a group of us back there kind of just playing with alpha and we found an apple with a big bite out of it yeah it was pretty cool
0: there's a big footprint a huge footprint i don't know if you saw that yeah. but they took a picture of one, and there's a big old footprint next to it.
4: Yeah, it's actually, the apple's, like, actually, like, right in the middle of the footprint. Yeah, like I got yeah. the picture earlier. It was pretty cool. What
0: size foot do you think that is? It looks it was, like a...
4: It was, like, maybe, like, 15 or 16 inches. Easy. yeah. Yeah. It's pretty... The apple looked really small in comparison oh, yeah. to it. But.
0: And you've been out in the skywatch field with the lasers and pointing out yeah. the ships to everybody, so...
4: Yeah, there there's been big ships and small ships. It's just a matter of finding them, but yeah. they're all pretty cool to watch as they go by they're
0: like every color all different colors yeah. and and uh it's amazing there's a lot of stuff we didn't get on film because it happened in the back area or over the river but uh i got some more footage back there and and uh so i got i got one uh i saw one i didn't get it on film unfortunately but it was a massive mothership just coming up the river and I ran in the house and I grabbed my camera and I come running back out and I turned it on and booted up this huge thing. And and but and all of a sudden it finally kicks on and it just goes <laughs> down to nothing. <laughs> you know? I go, Oh man, that was like the mothership, yeah. you know, like treetop level coming in. There but was- I have a lot more of those. I have a lot more on film that I did get.
4: Yeah, there's also like lots of like gnomes and fairies yeah. that are cool to watch. Um there was one year that uh, i was out by the pond and stuff with one other person and we were in the boat and stuff and then one of our paddles disappeared and then the next day it just showed up on the dock and like it was gone and we'd check like that whole pond, like and it was just the run of those really cool experiences
0: the, the borrowers
4: <laughs> they borrowed
0: one of my flutes for a year and then uh, it's a little small flute you know and then for a year i mean it's gone i looked everywhere for it i couldn't find it and then we have a table we do clearing on and things like that. And it just sits by itself. And I walk in, and it's sitting in the middle of the table. And I go, there is no way. Nobody could have put that. I'm the only one that can get in and out because it's got a security lock on it. And uh and it wasn't there before. So
4: and it's just amazing looking at like the pictures of all the entities and
0: uh. awesome. Well, thanks for coming and thanks for all your help. And she's been a great help here with the the uh, workshop and yeah. And your mom and CJ and everybody.
4: Well, thanks for having us all these years. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Anytime. All right. Who's next? I
0: think to is next. Come on, Mikayla. Just make something up. I'll pay you later. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> so, you have like, a question for me
0: or? <laughs> yeah, just like like uh I know you've seen plus Hawaii, you know like she she lives uh on the on the big island too and came here and and when we're on the big island, we see ships all the time too as well but but the uh uh since you've been here, just you could talk about a little about what you've experienced out in the field, or mm-hmm. um
5: I missed the the first night, so I feel like I'm the oh, yeah. power up but yeah. Last night was pretty cool to see, um, yeah, ships coming in, different uh, different trajectories, different speeds and velocities, which is kind of interesting because everyone's like, oh, they're just satellites, but, you know, satellites don't move like that. Yeah. Um, and to see them on the mountain is pretty cool.
6: Mm-hmm. Um,
5: yeah, you really just have to come and experience it yourself because there's always going to be naysayers that will look at the videos and, you know, ha- have their doubts. But when you come, you, you feel it.
0: Yeah, and some of the footage you you went through the first part of the self master class and saw the footage I was sharing, and some of the landings and everything else you saw. What would you what you make of those? I mean, that that mountain's thirteen miles away, and the, the things that are landing on that mountain and lighting up and morphing from one to three, all that stuff It's like, uh, how can you explain that? You know, it's it's. Uh, it's it's unexpected. It's a UFO basically. But also too that when I had uh Rob Freeman here, he had hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of worth of gear up there. And he had uh what do you have? He had night vision, uh infrared. infrared, you know, he had heat seeking, all these, he had this whole array of things. And and so he was gonna come and do the whole research and either debunk it or verify it one or the other way. And, and so he got he, after he left. He goes, "I, I have more questions than now than I came with." He said, "These, these lights are cold light. They have no energy signature. There's no heat signature to them. They're not. They're not people. You'd see that. You'd see the bodies, the heat signatures." He said, "They're moving all over the place. They aren't campers. They're taking off from the mountain and going up into space." And and he said, "I, I have no idea what they are." He thought he could kind of. Narrow it down to these are campers, or this is something else, or and there's no roads up there where, where the ships are appearing. So, and it's 13 miles away, so it's not a it's not a camper light or anything else. We took seven million candle, candle power lights up there and shined them back from the you couldn't see them.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're looking at it at night, you're tempted to think that oh maybe it's a car or a camper on that mountain but then you see that mountain in the day like there's yeah. no way that somebody was on the side of that mountain <laughs> and
0: it's wilderness area you can't have a vehicle. you can't yeah. get a vehicle up there
5: yeah but be,
0: before when you that whole wilderness area be the tree level above the tree level that all those trees have been downed and it all is is a whole bunch of downed trees with some live ones in between you, you try to even walk up there you got to Step over this tree, step over, walk on the top of this tree. It's really rough just to walk up there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh and so and there's no vehicles over there, but the candle power of the lights is just so powerful. There's it there can't be anything else, and nobody can identify it. So it's a non-identified flying object, basically. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I think the other thing I would say too is there's there's the shifts, but then uh I think something I really taking away and wanting to integrate from this whole course and from the weekend. And something that you do very well is creating safe space and and clearing space. And that's something that you're really drilling into everybody and that you're very intentional about. Um, And the way you talk about clearing, clearing just the whole property all the time. You're constantly having to do that every morning, throughout the day, every night, Uh before every session, You know, and that's really just kind of sitting with me and, um, just the importance of that and just learning how to do that for myself and, and just something that we all need to learn how to do. I
0: think I think still... that's probably the most important thing I yeah. think in the teachings, but
5: mm-hmm.
0: the, uh, you know, we have a saying just because you're dead doesn't mean you're enlightened and just because you're an ET doesn't mean you're benevolent. And there are, there are a lot of therapies and structures out there that say there's no negative ETs, there's no negative spirits, there's no, and, uh, I tell people, you know, it's like. I asked him, "Is denial part of enlightenment? You know, because you know there's two sides to the coin, and there's always if there's exceedingly good things, sometimes there's exceedingly negative things too. You know, that for balance, but uh, you can clear them out really easy when you understand who they are and how to do it and get the tools."
5: Yeah, yeah. So I really appreciate you for really pushing that and drilling that into everybody <clears throat> because I think it's so important mm-hmm. and it's not talked about enough. I don't
0: think. It's. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it's incredibly irresponsible. And people get mad at me for not telling people that there are unseen negative influences and here's how you shield and here's how you create sacred space and here's how you heal them and get them out of your space. And uh, you just can't open up and let anything come through and you can get into big trouble that way. You know, so people need to know about that.
5: Well, I think going home, I'm going to do that every day. <laughs>
0: okay. <Good. laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for <laughs> yeah. coming on the show.
5: Yeah.
1: Okay, who's next? I know a lot of people had some cool experiences out there in the field.
6: All right, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks,
7: James.
8: I just wanted to say that um, this weekend's been really great. Uh, yesterday, the sky was super cloudy, and I think a lot of us set the intention to clear it and like right as we went out there to sky watch all the clouds just started moving to the to the right and the sky completely cleared up which yeah. I didn't expect that because the weather did not look good on the forecast for even just looking at it so and it ended up being super clear all night I was out yeah. to like 2:30 in the morning watching the ships come over and uh, around 2:30 I was about to go to sleep and I had just a giant power up right over me and it was kind of special because I was by myself and it's kind of personal when it's just you and them you know
0: yeah and what's important too not only do you see them you feel them yeah they power up your heart you feel this heart opening you know and they're, yeah. they're
8: very very spiritually advanced beings yeah i felt it all through my body every time that happens i also wanted to share uh, a very amazing experience i had it wasn't this weekend but uh, last year when i came here for the first time Uh, I didn't really know what to expect and I, I believed it. I just, I hadn't seen it for myself. And, uh, I, I was out till like three in the morning and I decided to go to sleep in my tent. And when I got to my tent, I just started feeling these vibrations and tingling sensations from my crown to my toes. And it would just kind of pulse through my body. And I was hearing this sound or this voice in my head telling me to walk outside so I got in my tent, and there's a ship just sitting right above the trees, right over my tent, and it had blue, red, and green lights swirling around the outside, and it was just super bright light in the middle, and um, it started uh, going out into the sky field, so I followed it, and um, it was just every time it would do like a big pulse of light, I would feel the energy through my body, and it was it was amazing, and uh, it was kind of putting on a show for me. It was like zigzagging in the sky, and it would stay in one spot and then go down, kind of like flying like a dragonfly or an insect or something like that. And it stayed in the sky from like 3:30 in the morning to like 6:30 in the morning, so it was there for a long time. And it was just me in the ship, so it was very personal. Nice. And that that experience changed my life forever. You know, it, it opened me up to so much, and it just awakened me and activated me. So. Ever since then i've been coming here a lot, so <laughs> I know a lot of people have that feeling they have a feeling that you know I
0: know some, something's out there, I know we're not being told the truth, and it's just kind of like a feeling a sense, and then all of a sudden, the ships show up and you go, "I was right you know it's like a, and it's it's really empowering and it validates your own inner sensitivity and and that's the most important thing is your own inner sensitivity and your own validation of that of those experiences yeah
8: exactly you can see videos of it and videos are amazing but once you experience it for yourself and actually feel it and have that memory it's just it really it goes from believing to knowing and just understanding and it opens up your whole mind to the whole rest of the universe and how much life is out there so
0: i was was curious your take i mean you don't have the answers you want but um after you had all these experiences here, um, why do you think this is probably the most censored place on the UFOs hotspot?
8: Yeah. Planet? I think it's just because it's so uh, real, you know, it's like. Too authentic. Yeah. Too authentic. I don't know. If, like, I can't think of any other place in the United States, let alone the world, maybe a few other places that are, that are like this, that actually have the ships coming in on a regular basis. And, that this place creates a space to actually connect with them. And, you know, I was skeptical first coming here because it sounds too good to be true, but it's one of the places that you realize it's not too good to be true. It's actually very real and very authentic. Yeah. A lot of people came here and they same thing. They said, I think it's too good to be
0: true. And I go, well, how do you feel afterwards? And they said it was way beyond anything I, I had expected, you know, and, and, uh, and so it's it's
8: kind of a real life changing experience for them. Yeah, exactly. I took my dad here for the first time last weekend, and he was in the same boat. He didn't really know what to believe. And last weekend we had a giant power up uh, right in front of him, and he it changed his life too. So nice. Yeah, it just changes lives coming out here. You
0: know? it's great when the whole family gets to see these things. And yeah. It's nice because I see a lot of people, they bring their families out here and it's a family affair, basically. It's not, uh yeah. and the kids just have a great time here and they get to see the orbs and they get to see the ships and everything. And, you know, talk about expanding consciousness and, and to have that experience at a young
8: age is amazing. It- Definitely. And it's not only your Earth family, but it's your star family as yeah. well, because we're all connected to them and learning that we have a lot of family up there that watches over us just expands your mind and realizes there's a lot more uh, watching after you, not just your family. I like that saying,
0: if we're the best creator has to offer, it's a pretty sorry universe. You yeah. So I am really hoping, considering what we're doing to the planet right now, that uh, there's some other higher beings out there that can come and help us out. And they are, I mean, they've been, they've been shot at and chased off and, and demonized and you name it, but uh, they're still there and they're waiting for us to evolve to the level where they can work with us and contact us and they have everything we need, you know, the consciousness, universal law, the technology, they have everything we need to clean up this planet and take a quantum leap in in consciousness and evolution. And, and I think that the only people that have a problem with that are the controllers and the enslavers, you know, they don't yeah. want people to experience this.
8: Yeah, I agree.
0: Well, thanks for coming on the show. And thanks for for all the help, too, since you've been here. You've been helping out quite a lot. Yeah, definitely, I appreciate it.
1: All right. Who else we got? All right. Hmm, That's the other one. That's our Putin
0: doll. I have to do it one more time so that people can see. Uh, here we go. You got to push his little finger. That was
1: <laughs> really, really incredible.
6: I
0: <laughs> and that's our word from Putin. So, uh, uh, we, I'm not. I'm not uh, poor guy. He's really having a hard time <laughs> out there. I mean, everybody's after him for a good reason too. But, uh, but anyway, just uh, I love this little Trump doll. Somebody sent it to me. It's one? Brings a humor. Good for a while. So our next guest is Moses and
7: uh <laughs> he's got the beard this year.
0: And he's got the long hair and the beard now, and, and uh you look very like biblical now.
7: Yeah, so, I was looking in the mirror the other
0: day and the same thought. Like need a staff, uh, you need like a staff that you can turn a into a cobra or something. <laughs> and eat the other snakes. You know, but uh but yeah, I mean you've been kind of here for how long now?
7: Uh, about four years now.
0: About four years and and uh, I mean you could be on the show all day, but yeah, what do you think the most Powerful thing that you've
7: answer. yeah I've had a lot of great UFO you know, sightings and things. I wanted to also mention the clearing technique. Um, that's one of the reasons I resonate with you. I've, I've lost a lot of friends in this community because they're in the God Club or they're in the Five D yeah. Club or they're in the Quantum Club, and they don't think they need spiritual protection. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I started seeing demons back in like 2010. Yeah. Started waking up and I didn't know how to deal with it. So I studied the Bible and I started watching like exorcism videos and paranormal stuff and started piecing together my own technique and very similar to what you do. And I borrowed a few things from your system. Now I do clearings before I meditate every time. So I'm asking for higher dimensional help.
0: And what's funny too is what we teach here is like the how to you know, there's a book called Being a Christ. I love it. And it's how to do the work, how to do the clearance, how to do the healings. And some of the stuff we work from that. And uh, and but even though we do that, there's so many healings and clearance being done here in physical like spontaneous healings. You know, we get demonized a lot, and it's really amazing. And sometimes I want to go by the Baptist church and get a can of split pea soup and down it and go by and turn my head around and spit <laughs> up the you window. But uh, just give them a little more than they ask for, you know. It's like if they want to project that, I'll act it out for them. But, but uh, anyway, it's kind of funny this this stuff you hear. But, but it's uh, you just have fun with it. Yeah. You know, it's not going to stop us from helping people and enlightening people. And, and you know, the the thing about UFOs, they're all throughout the Bible. Oh yeah. You know, it's like people don't know how to read it. There's a shiny disc comes out of the firmament. It has bronze feet like calves. Fire and brimstone coming out from underneath it. It sounds like a thousand rushing rivers. When it lands, you know, e- Elisha r- took off in a fiery chariot. He ascended in a fiery chariot. The river Chabar had these light ships. And and the best one I like is is the Red Sea. There's these pillar clouds that were fire by night and they went ahead of them yeah. and they parted the Red Sea and then they walked through and came back. So, I mean, what's a pillar cloud? that's fire by <laughs> that, night, you know. They had some pretty good...
7: Sounds like a pretty good
0: technology there to part the sea, but, uh, but there, I mean, we can look at it very superstitiously, or we can, you know, really use our brain and look at it and go, yeah, there's, there's a lot of encounters in the past and some were positive and some weren't. The
7: chariot is fire, fire. The chariot carries people and it's like it's on fire. So they use the words that they, they could comprehend.
0: Yeah, and the trick is to re- realize that there, there was two gods in the past, and this is going to upset people, but the Old Testament God was the jealous, wrathful, genocidal, and the New Testament, what the New Covenant was the new image of God that Jesus brought, was the all-loving, all-forgiving God. Yeah. And they're two different beings, and until people understand that, they're going to be schizophrenic. because <laughs> they They're schizophrenic
7: gods. I they think they're one. What, what happened? Did he go up to some ashram, and Study with a guru and come back with a new name, yeah, and suddenly become forgiving. Or do you
0: go back in time and go, I hate people, you know, <laughs> you know I decided I don't like you, and, yeah. uh, and you're going to pay for that. No, but the uh, yeah, we need to really uh look at things logically now with an open mind and 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 use base common sense, yeah. and that we can understand what really happened in the past. But it's going to upset a lot of uh a lot of religions it disrupts
7: everything yeah like you say god is more of an energy and then there's yeah then there's
0: the bearded gods that that
7: like in hebrew there's god uppercase yeah and then there's the gods elohim yeah gods from other planets and
0: elohim's plural yes plural yeah so, so that yeah and so uh you know it's uh I know the original translation of Genesis. I can't remember what it was. was in the beginning was God, and then He created the gods, yeah. and then the gods created the. And got, there's different levels to it that that it happened. But uh, and and so you know, this is a whole nother show. I mean, we could go on forever yeah. about this one. But
7: I love the Yopo's up here. I, the yeah. First night I came up here, I was still kind of skeptical. I, I'd seen one when I was a teenager, and it been kind of made fun of by my friends when I told them. So I didn't tell anybody for years. Um mm-hmm. uh, and the first night I came up here, I uh kind of sat alone to the corner over by the tree. And I I saw one coming down like the southwest. Yeah. And it stopped and it went back up and then stopped. Then it went down and it did a circle. Yeah. And then it went back up and it stopped, went down and it did a triangle. Went back up, yeah. And went back down and did like a, a zigzag. And on one of your videos, some ranking master guy said that he could telepathically communicate. You've said similar stuff. Mm-hmm. He said he asked him to do a big circle. Yeah. So I asked him to do a big circle. Well, instead, it gave me like eight little, like seven or eight little, little circles. <laughs> little circles. <laughs> And was, I had my own little. Well, yeah,
0: love, and yeah, And eight's like a master number. It's the number of Buddha, it's the number of completion, you know, it's like abundance. There's all kinds of references to eight, you know, so they're probably giving you a message.
7: It's like, like some people get an initiation the first time they come, like oh, I was ta- talking about his. Yeah. That, that story is one of the coolest stories I've ever heard. I've seen, um, I've seen blue ships. Like one time I saw all over your house. There's two up in the air and they were pretty close. Yeah. They normally they're way up the like satellite level, but these were like only four or five hundred feet in the air. Yeah. And they looked like halogen lights in the air. They're really bright, full blown blue. And then I've seen uh lots of swirling like orangey red ones. And I've seen um, I
0: like the pink orange ones. so yeah. the plating ships when they come in. And the one that came in the other night, I told me I go, that's a plating ship, they're gonna power up. Like a watch, it's gonna power up, and it goes
6: boom,
0: you know, and did power up. So I love it when they do that. You know, you can tell, but they, uh, you can tell when they're coming in and they really want to impress somebody that you know we are real, we are here, and and they uh, they'll really, you know, if you just keep an open mind, loving heart, and pure intent, you're gonna have experiences here if you set that intent. And if you come up here with a bad attitude, you probably have a bad experience. You know, I've seen. I saw a NASA guy here. He was trying to discount everything up there, we, and it was totally illogical everything he was saying. I go, "There's only one to four visible satellites in the air over this, you know." After about the two hundredth one, and then finally this pink orange one. It was a crystalline ship came in, came right over us, and you could see it was transparent. It was just beautiful, and and he started. He goes, "That's the cockpit of a." Susna, uh, something something and he's like where's the sound like mm-hmm. where's the strobe where's the running lights like this and all the people in the field and all the people in the field were getting really agitated by it and one guy goes, Do you have a shovel? I can take care of this right now. You know? <laughs> He's gonna <laughs> dig a hole and never see him again. God, but I said, ever Yeah, ever. we don't do that here. You know, <laughs> we use tobacco. <the> <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, we're a little more dense. <laughs> yeah. But uh but anyway, we don't, you know, we let people have their beliefs. But I remember I had one scientist out here and these two ships were were uh, cruising, coming right towards each other. And he goes, you know. To me, those are just satellites. And he goes, unless they turn around and go back the other way, they're a satellite. And right when he said that, they went, they <laughs> went back the other way. And he just, like, see, I saw him scratching his head and goes, I can't, he goes, I, I yeah. can't figure that one out. You know? Yeah,
7: satellites don't change direction. No. That first one I saw, that was so cool. And then uh, I've seen a couple do, like, an S or, like, kind of yeah. H. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, satellites don't... I see them right do right.
0: A big C shaped patterns. The so really big cruisers will come in and then they'll turn and they'll, they'll like come in from the south and the next thing you know they're going east. Yeah, I'm they do a they, big long sweeping turn.
7: Big R actually. Like yeah. Half moon yeah. across the sky. Yeah. yeah.
0: And you go, there's that thing totally changed directions. Yeah. You know? So, and also too late at night when the sun is really low behind underneath the earth, they, they're, they're self illuminated. There's no yeah. visible light to come off of them because the sun's behind them. Exactly. Behind the earth. And so there's no reflection. There's nothing to reflect. So satellites aren't self-illuminating. No, they you not know? So I think the space station has one little strobe on it or something. That's
7: why the power-ups are so undeniable. Yeah. Like just last night there was a good one that they power up about every four or five seconds all the way across oh, yeah. the whole sky. Nice. And that was that was later last night, like one am mm-hmm.
0: I know we need to get more cameras in different places here because that backfield's been going crazy. And yeah. our neighbors over there, we went over there to fix the fence and ran into one of our neighbors, and they're all freaked out because a UFO landed in the back thirty over there. <laughs> and so uh, and they're freaking out, and they're yeah, it was interesting, you know. And I had to have a really long talk with them, and explain to them how it fits into the Bible, and they're not, you know, they're not bad. <laughs> <So, laughs>
7: you're you're not evil. It's okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's not the devil. <laughs> yeah,
7: exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the devil. It's either God or the devil, and they they yeah. just don't they don't understand all the layers. Well, they talk the Bible about, talks about the layers, but yeah. most people completely miss it. They talk about you know my, you
0: know the many mansions. They talk about the different dimensions. They talk about the sweet energies of the Pleiades, the sons of Arcturus. All that's in the Bible. Uh, the
7: celestial, terrestrial, celestial yeah, yeah. levels of heaven
0: yeah so you know and the ships are all over throughout the bible so and if you go into any of the ancient texts they're all over, especially india the the, the vedic scriptures they have uh they have very very uh incredible descriptions of the ships their armaments the some have rockets or missiles on them and some are sound seeking some are light seeking they have all and they talk about the the battles that went on and they were nuclear wars. I mean they bombs
7: in the air, yeah, yeah, went on, went on fighting each
0: other. Yeah, and elephants, their flesh melting off, and the whole forest being laid to waste, and you know, those and then they, they it's written in their scriptures, and you go back to the time when they're talking about and you dig up the ground there, and at that level it's radioactive.
7: Yeah, it's still radioactive yeah. to this day.
0: There's a lot of glass. Like the Gobi Desert has all these huge glass uh, sheets there. And that was the remnants of Lemuria when the Atlanteans used beam weapons on them. And so uh, people get this glass and they go, oh, it's special glass. And, you know, it's just (laughs) melted ancestors, you know. (laughs) But, but, I mean, it probably does have a frequency to it. I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't have a really high frequency. But, uh, there's so much going on out there. It's, it's, uh, you know, we really have to... Educate ourselves and think outside the box.
7: People need to get outside. I mean, you look at yeah. the like stars. How can we be alone? There's, you can see thousands of stars with your naked eye. Well, I mean, they've look got trillions.
0: I came with the latest numbers. It's well over billions of trillions of Earth-like planets in in. Goldilocks zone. You know. And we're
7: you get, alone. Yeah. No
0: yeah, so, we're yeah. alone. Yeah, it's like, you know, I, I like that. I like the game, how big is your
7: god? <laughs> how <laughs> limited is your god? <laughs> yeah. My God's omnipresent, he has lots of planets, he's made <laughs> worlds without number. Yeah, why is not even he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She Yeah. source reunion. Yeah. Reunion with source.
0: Yeah, somebody's saying can't she goes, I have a message from God, and they go, What's she saying?
7: <laughs> <laughs> What's she saying?
0: <laughs> so it's, it's kind of funny. <laughs> But you know, you always wonder if you know. I go, "Hey, did God have a mother?" You know, where did he learn from? You know, <laughs> just have fun with that. Where's know? the gods
7: before the gods? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Now they said the bang bang big bang theory is wrong, and yeah. and and it's a series of big bangs, and there's there's younger universes way out at the end of our galaxy being formed, and and uh, yeah, and and there's some much older than ours, and and it's. It's not just one big bang. It's like bang, 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 bang.
7: It's still going on.
0: God's, god's only got a six shooter. That's it. he know, you'll do six galaxies and then it's empty, you know. But, uh, but anyway, the uh, yeah, it's, it's all coming out now. I mean, the, when we really understand who the bearded gods were, and they were from ancient Lyra, and they're called the Anunnaki and then we'll know where we got that image from but then you have to say okay who created them who created the bearded gods that we reference as gods and it it goes on and on and on but uh, it's
7: all coming out anyway people are learning people are waking up yeah well thanks thanks yeah. for coming on the show and for thanks for, for all the help yeah thank
1: glad the help all right all right who we got All right, Jesse. Hi,
0: team. What do you have to share with us?
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, there have been
9: so many beautiful things that I've experienced in my time here. Um, speaking of the lights on the mountains, um, I've been stargazing through telescopes and with the naked eye since I was flying and looked at the sky all over wherever I go. But the intensity, of these beautiful ships, the energy I receive tenfold in this vortex. And I carry with me a monocular that's a naked eye monocular, but um, so no infrared or um, special viewing. And what I have seen through the monocular last night um, when we were all out there, the the lights that we were seeing I actually saw it elevate above the treetops. It's a very powerful monocular, you view this. Um, it elevated and shifted in such a way that it absolutely could not have been any kind of a vehicle on the ground because it was above, hovering above the treetops. And when I experienced these lights on the mountain, when you see that and the light gets brighter, the joy begins to amplify From that part space. And that's one of my other favorite things about being here at the ranch is how being joyful becomes second nature. And how it's a like a functional theta when friends arrive and you say, You like being friends with the universe? I like being friends with the universe. And before you know it, we're all friends with the universe together. And that's a really special thing. And in that duality that you speak of, very hard to find in the world. And so I'm, I'm very grateful. All right, thank you. And um, for the opportunity and, and the techniques on maintaining that bliss mm-hmm. that we're able to create within ourselves and share with others.
0: Yeah, you and David have been a godsend here. All the work you've been doing and helping and it's just like a mind blower and when I got back from Hawaii, and I saw everything and the broken pipes and all the stuff and the trees falling, and I went, "Oh my God!" You know, and I, I looked at it, and then you guys showed up, and bam, 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 and then we had this whole crew show up, and all of them were master plumbers, electricians. It, and
9: it was really. I nice. just,
0: I just, to me, I was just every day I went home and I just went, "Thank you, God!" You know, like, uh, and my back thanks you. Oh. <laughs> so. Uh, it is uh, my pleasure. Yeah. It,
9: and that, and that's how the beauty of it is that Dave and I, since coming to the ranch, have been more joyful than we have in all the years of our togetherness. Yeah. Um, again, because we're we're free to we're free to love, mm-hmm. we're we're free to give, and we're free to be of service joyfully. Because it's okay here; no one is going to say, "Why are you so happy?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They
0: do that out there. They do. Yeah, they, you, you mirror back to them their own unhappiness. Yes. So rather than be happy with you, they want to take you down to their unhappiness level, and right. it's amazing, you know. And I, I just have fun with it. I never, yeah. I don't let it bother me back then.
9: And and that's one of the tools that I have learned here is how to have fun.
0: Yeah, you just be PC and correct, tell bad jokes, and all <laughs> you to start laughing or leave, and you're good either way, you know. So. Yep. But uh, yeah, I, I learned that a long time ago, running into that so much here, that we have a saying here, thank you for establishing your character and your ignorance, have a nice day, <laughs> <laughs> and you walk away, yeah, you know, yeah, and so somebody goes, oh, well, that's cold, and I said, no, I love myself enough to get myself out of there, you know, I don't want to, <laughs> but one of the funniest things we I do sometimes, so I'll be out in the field, and somebody wants to argue whether it was a ship or not, or those are satellites or anything else. And they're trying to engage you in this argument or something. And, and I go, oh, what's that? You know, and they turn around, they look, and I walk away. And it's dark, and they can't figure it out. And so they come back, and they're arguing for, like, 10 or 15 more minutes till before they realize I'm not even there. <laughs> so it's a, it's a big ranch. You can disappear. <clears throat> <laughs> right? It's kind of fun. Okay, it's fun, man, places. Wonderful. Awesome. Anything else? I mean, you've seen all kinds of things here. Iron waters. Yeah.
9: Yeah. I have many beautiful experiences. I did want to remark, didn't we mentioned about the aura of the plant life here. Yeah. Okay. And um, just how truly significant it is. Um, that's something as that well throughout my life, hearing the frequency of animals and plants. Mm-hmm. And here it's just like a beautiful conversation all of a sudden. You just tune right into it. And that's quite
0: lovely. So, yeah, the trees talk to you. That's why you know, yeah, it's they funny. Do. ask a question and they answer you. So you better be ready for that. <laughs> right. Well,
9: I know, I know a lot of them by name now. I've got some name plants on some of our favorite yeah, fruit off. trees. There's Penelope pear. And, uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I was uh, I was meditating once and I was on the Lemurian Hill. Mm-hmm. And and one of the trees, uh, I can't, it was really weird. I was really in meditation. I was sitting there and I heard this... Mm-hmm in my head, like a telepathic communication, and I go, who is this, and I hear, up, you know, I go, up. and I go, so what, what are you, you know, where you come, what dimension you're coming from, you know, and and it was here, here, and I go, here, and it turned out to be the tree next to me, (laughs) so it was was really funny, and I said, okay, I'm losing it, I'm "Yeah, no, they do that, but uh, they do that, they do, they have names and and a lot of them have been here. If if when you get into a certain state of, of clairvoyancy out there in the field and you're meditating, you'll see the old trees that used to be here because their etheric sh- uh shell is still there, you mm-hmm. might say. Your their, their etheric body. And sometimes I'm out there and I'll look up and I go, oh my God, you know, and these trees, although they may cut down on this in this dimension, they still exist in the next dimension up. And they are massive. I mean, they are just huge, and they have their auras. and you can you can see everything. You get a glimpse into the next dimension. So, I always I always believe the trees that were cut down here and taken out still exist on another on another dimension on the other the next level. So
9: they truly do. You can feel them. Yeah, always. And 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 in that space around them is actually the information that they passed on in their seeds through their DNA yeah. of how they survived so very long, how they weathered the storm, that's passed on in their DNA. And it's in the earth mm-hmm. that was what's surrounding them still.
0: I know it's one thing too, this year, I mean, we've had a lot of chemtrails and they're really affecting the forest in a very adverse way. And a lot of trees are dying and they're dying from the top down because the nutrients are being blocked and everything else. But what's really interesting is they're coming back with a vengeance, and they're throwing off so much pollen and so many seeds, and and uh, and so the next time around, it's going to just be trees everywhere, you know. Yeah. And they, especially the cottonwoods, it's just like wall to wall cottonwood, you know, seeds in the air. It looked like it was snowing. Yeah, naturally. and I've never seen that many cottonwoods, so it's like nature always. You uh, may take a little while. She might be a little slow to fix everything, but she's always going to fix everything, you know. Back, and it's probably going to be more, you know. There's going to be more trees, you know, in the end. So it's always the good news.
9: Um, and that's just a, a number to hearing laughter yeah. coming out of nowhere and and seeing animal friends, you know.
0: The- yeah, you'd be out planting trees out there, and you hear this little "I love you" little <laughs> voice, and you go, "What was that?" You know, it's a little tree fairy. Yes. Out there Yes. It's it's interesting. I mean, I'm a very grounded person, you know. I and mean, when these things happen, yeah, right. I go, what the hell was <laughs> that? And I gotta go figure it out, you know. Yeah. I try to find some other logical explanation for it. Like, well, oh, that was a neighbor, but we don't have any neighbors over there exactly and at the time. At the time there were no neighbors, and and I go, that was like close, you know. Right. And, right. And then I had to meditate. My guide told me that was a tree fairy that they're thanking me for reforesting the land. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's, they do, they, you know, if you're respecting nature, they respect you. Yeah, 100%. Take care of nature and nature takes care of you. Mm-hmm. It's Pretty basic. Thank We've you. got uh, a few more minutes. Thanks for coming on and thanks for all the help you've been Thank giving you. us Good here.
5: Time. This has been a wonderful conference.
0: Great. The, looks uh, up, we got about maybe what? Eight minutes left or so. So anybody else want to come on?
1: Can't see past the. Come on, we got to have another person that that can make up a story. I'll pay you. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. All right, welcome to the show. Thank you. What do you have to share with us?
10: Well, I was fortunate enough on the uh, first night to see the big power up. Oh, nice! Yeah, and that was the one that was pinkish orange. Yeah. And at first, you know, I was thinking maybe the satellites, this is my first time here, but then I saw how they went in all different directions and, you know, curved, and then the one that powered up, it seemed as if the group of us were uh, pretty united. Uh And then I think you pointed out, oh, look, it's changing colors, you know, pink and orange, and then it seemed like you said... um,
0: G. Yeah, I know. that's a Palladium ship. Just, it's part of G ship, it, and and then boom, it powered up.
10: So beautiful, and yeah. I've been watching your YouTube's and seeing it on the, and then I was like, here I am, I'm here, and, it, and it's powering up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: It's so beautiful.
0: And yeah, we we've done that. So we we've given the exact time and date and location of the ships, where they're going to power up, when everything. We've done it on so many shows and redundantly and. And they're still asking, when are we going to have contact? You know? Right, right. And right there shows, you know, contact has been made. It's telepathic and it's ongoing. And, uh, and I guarantee you they're not going to park and get out of the ship and come and shake hands with us because you can imagine what that's going to do. You're going to have the news, the military, the everything, you know, coming out here. And they're going to want to dissect them and steal the technology and so we're not really ready for that phase yet, but uh, uh, we're getting close. We're getting really close. But there are a lot of contacts happening in in rural areas and places that, uh, you know, other than Vegas, that was a good one. The one yeah, tough.
10: I was just hearing about that. I've been watching the news. Yeah. So um, I I don't know what's big news and what's real. Yeah, news. what I was
0: told was that the uh, the Pleiadians are here now and the, the Warriors are here and they're just cleaning house now. And they're disabling a lot of these ships, the dark fleet and the other ones, and they're coming down. And there's so there's gonna be a lot of like gray and reptilian guys walking around without a ship. And that's part of disclosure, that's their way. of. You, they're not gonna be able to deny it because these are happening in in cities and, and everything. So I'd expect to see a lot more of that you know, in the future.
10: Yeah, it was a wonderful meditation you let us in mm-hmm. earlier today too. Mm. And last night it was a little bit cloudier, but the, that huge um, molecular cloud, yeah, and that one just felt like a mothership, yeah. And then over top the mountain, the cloud was completely different color, but then the light kept flashing on the mountain where there couldn't possibly be a light, <laughs> and then these little pieces of cloud were floating off of the mountain and going into the big
0: mothership oh, wow. cloud, hmm. nothing else was moving yeah just that so what was that all about yeah well i saw earlier we talked about i know kathy said that too kathy goes oh the mountain's going to clean up the sky you know and i you know some people the ships are going to clean will come and they'll clean the sky up because it was it, it was massive chemtrailing going on and they just had a sock in, and, and then and then the clouds came in and you couldn't see a thing and all of a sudden i see it all the time <laughs> it starts swirling, and all of a sudden, you'll see the vortex swirling, and you see the mountain grabbing all the clouds, and they'll spin them into these lenticular clouds like tops, and that the whole huge. sky just cleans up again. And then you didn't know, you
10: so. say you went out at 3 o'clock and saw the ship? Yeah,
0: yeah. That's what I felt was behind that huge cloud. Yeah.
10: Definitely doing a work in the sky.
0: And we'll see those lenticular clouds, but what's weird about them is they'll be there for weeks in one spot, and you'll see clouds going over them and under them. And they just sit there you know, Yeah, I was, so.
10: I was really glad i got to see that and
0: and spending time on new york we you know we came
10: all the way out here from maryland like my, my husband and i and mm-hmm. you know because so i've been reading your books and but i can't describe to other people the energy of the land and we yeah. spent some time out the galactic medicine wheel and it was you really could feel you could communicate with each little circle there yeah and i don't know if it was all planned or it happened from above but my consciousness is being raised and I have to make sure I don't lose a panel or re-entry when I <laughs> yeah. get back to the DC Baltimore area.
0: <laughs> yeah. Tashina helped us with that. And she's a, like a, a Hopi, she works a lot with the Hopi elders. And so they created that galactic medicine wheel and, and it was very intentional with a lot of people. And, and what happened is it was, uh, the higher beings and the spiritual and technologically advanced worlders came in and helped us too, and they just anchored the energy in there, so when you get the, get into the pod of your star family, you just boom, you know. You
10: yeah, just... and, and I was looking Wait. for mine, because yeah. they they had the Arcturians, the and everything. Yeah, but the Earth, the inner, inner Earth, and the oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and then when I got to Ascended Masters, and so I felt, well, if I'm getting a lot of help from my star relatives, but yeah. I'm on the right planet,
1: yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was
10: confirmation. So that part's really okay. powerful. Thank you for all that. Yeah, James is wonderful. We love it here.
0: Okay, I'll pay you. <laughs> <right>.
10: Okay. Thanks.
0: <laughs> all right. Thanks. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, these are these are all paid actors. And you know, they're just, you know, you know I, next person, I'll introduce them. I'll say, okay, random person we've never met before. Give them some money under the table. No, but we, you know, everybody that's coming here, most people are new. We had a couple of guests pop on. And uh, I, I wanted to bring some more people up, but we don't have any time. We've only got like two minutes left. We have to close out before the end of the hour. So anyway, uh, you know, people, you got to keep an open mind, loving heart, pure intent. Don't give your power away to these, these other uh, projects, these controlled opposition projects and these controlled narrative projects. Um, don't wait for the military or the politicians to tell you you oppose are real. Um, go out and have your own experience. You have everything you need, you know, so again, to get out in nature, meditate, set the intent, send love and joy and bliss out, and they'll find you. So as you rise in frequency, you're going to have contact. It comes with enlightenment. And you know, again, you don't need anybody for that to happen. And you don't have to pay $7 billion and, <laughs> to have an experience. I don't think it's that much, but it's getting close. But uh but anyway, uh we're signing off. We're out of time, unfortunately. So this is James Gimlin with As You Wish Talk Radio on PBS Radio and he's Stargate on Rumble. And we're on YouTube and uh also I think we're on YouTube. You never know. <laughs> we don't last very long on there. And uh East Stargate TV, if you want to check us out. Check out our website at ecity dot You know, a lot of information, a lot of videos there, a lot of books, and they'll help uh, educate you as to what's happening on the planet. And some of the books that I wrote back in nineteen eighty two, and when you read them, you go, oh, "My God, this is exactly what's happening now." And so, uh, so we check those out if you have time. And uh, we have another. When's our next self mastery class? August. Mid-August? Yeah, if you go to the website, eSA.org, you'll see mid-August, we're having another self-mastery ambassador, so you can sign up for that. So anyway, uh, thanks, everybody in the audience. Thanks for coming to the ranch and test- giving your testimony, and uh, have a great evening. James is going to sign off. Uh, again, keep an open mind, loving heart, pure intent, and things are going to happen. Good night.